Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, it's Natalia, and welcome back to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Today we have the most long awaited guest, Kiana, with us. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy. Of course. Um, if anybody like doesn't know who you are, um, give us like a little background, although I'm sure most people probably know who you are at this point, but you know, just in case. Okay. Hi guys. I'm Kiana Bonolo. I am a fashion designer, content creator based in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I just graduated from North Carolina State University this past May with a degree in fashion design. And right now I'm doing kind of like half content creation. So like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and then half pattern making. So I make, um, patterns like sewing patterns and then I sell them on Etsy so that's what I've been up to love that um so we're gonna get you know into the questions because I had a lot of people send in specific questions they wanted um you to answer and you know us to go through um Mm -hmm. first things first how did you get started I feel like that's such a basic question everybody has to go through but um yeah like how'd you get into fashion I mean like I know because I watch your videos (laughs) but like (laughs) everybody else how did for you those get started? who have not seen my how I chose my major exactly because <laughs> I definitely watched that one oh <laughs> <laughs> um, well so I've always like been into fashion like when I was like a little girl like I loved like sketching I always brought around like this little sketchbook and drew my horrible horrible awful sketches yes, and then I would like drape my bed sheets over me and make force my mom to take pictures of me <laughs> and print them out and put it in like a photo book so I've like always been into fashion but I kind of like lost my love for fashion throughout high school you know I was like you're pressured to like mm-hmm. go into more traditional career paths like engineering lawyer doctor you know right. so I was thinking that I was really going to be into like chemical engineering and that was my plan until college applications starting started to get closer like the deadline to submit I started like panicking I was having like this existential crisis of like oh my goodness I don't think I want to be a chemical engineer I'm randomly going to decide to apply for fashion which like it wasn't super random because right. I still like always liked it you know and I was taking an apparel class each year alongside you know all the sciencey classes right. so I still was like keeping up with it but it just like wasn't my priority um so then last minute I decided to apply to fashion schools like I applied to four schools three of them Mm -hmm. are fashion based programs and then that's what I did so thank goodness I mean I could go into that story like way further deeper but like that's the gist of it I like panicked applied last second and then decided to do fashion for college That's so insane because I feel like I always tell people like you probably shouldn't like very last minute choose to do fashion design because it's a hard career to go into so it's not like one of those like oh an easy switch into fashion yeah but like it was a good switch for you yeah but also the thing is like I went among other reasons why I decided to go Mm -hmm. to NC State is because if I decided after a year I didn't want to do fashion anymore I could easily switch my major 
Right. Which was mm-hmm. very smart. Cause yeah, if yeah. you go to a fashion school, there is no way you're switching that major that easy. Yeah. You have to transfer schools yeah. and start all over. Exactly. So. so yeah, I guess that kind of answers the question of why you chose traditional college. Um, cause a lot mm-hmm. of people are asking about that. Cause I feel like that's such a hot topic of like, do you need to go to a top fashion yeah. school, which I don't really think you need to, like, yeah, I know I, I did, agree. but like, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's like, super necessary completely necessary exactly. even college like in general I don't think it's yeah. like 100% necessary like if you are committed and like you're smart and you want to do something like there's so many resources out there right now to do it yourself but I mean I can answer that traditional college yeah go for it because I even if like there are so many reasons why I chose to go to traditional college the main one honestly was just because I wanted like the traditional college experience like I wanted to go to football games and basketball honestly I didn't go to that many football games but like I (laughs) had the opportunity to I went to like tailgates and like hung out with friends and stuff right right um but like I wanted to like be able to join clubs that weren't like related to fashion Mm -hmm. um and I wanted to like have like the diversity of people and like meet friends that like their world didn't revolve around fashion you know right. it's not like, like the normal college experience also a big thing was like price uh, yes <laughs> I went to an in-state school so right. ooh, the pr- price was far different yes um close to home I live like still right next to my college and my college is only like less than 30 minutes away from my parents house oh dang I yeah love my parents so right. I, I wanted to stay close to them um, and then also, I really like my program. Um, my program is actually a Bachelor of Science. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like half like fashion classes. Well, I mean, they're all around textiles, right? But like half like fashion design, fashion management, and then half or maybe like a little bit less than half like textile technology, textile chemistry classes. Mm-hmm. So um, also kind of a little fallback if I decided I wasn't as creative as I thought I was. <laughs> I could always do something related to like textile science, which I know some people decided they wanted to do and it was helpful for them to have a major that was a bachelor of science. Right. No, that's Mm -hmm. so cool. I never even thought about that aspect of it. Um, Would you say like, what were your goals like going into like fashion design and like, has that shifted once you graduated and all that, or are you still kind of on the same track? For sure, for sure, it has shifted. <laughs> well, here's my problem: is I I am so indecisive. I feel one. that. <laughs> <laughs> and two, like I feel like I have dreams, and then I don't like go for those dreams. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I was going into college, right, I was right. going to do chemistry, and at the last second, I was like, no, I'm going to go for my dreams. I'm going to do fashion. Right. And so the whole time I was doing fashion design I was thinking oh I can be like a technical designer or like um something more on the technical side of fashion Mm -hmm. because like that's what I'm good at it's not what my dream is but I feel semi-confident that I could probably get a job doing that because there are more job openings on like the more technical side of design so that was Mm -hmm. my whole plan for college and like when I graduated and then the pandemic happened right and I started a YouTube channel and now here I am. <laughs> yeah. Which is so crazy that you've managed like in one year to like get to where you are. Like yeah. what the I mean, heck? <laughs> pandemic, an awful, horrible thing. Like I right. did not go through that, but <laughs> right. like my 
career came out of it. So I'm thankful I decided to like do that. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like, I feel like it was kind of the same thing for me. I feel like the pandemic mm-hmm. kind of boosted me, which like, I always yeah. feel bad about saying that, like, it was a good thing for me because it was so bad for so many people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for so many like creatives, it was such a good time because you just had mm-hmm. the time to actually do stuff and, you know, have your outlets yeah. and stuff. You had so much time to actually put effort exactly. into what you wanted to do. Exactly. Which was just crazy. Um, but yeah, okay, so now that you're, like, more of, like, a YouTuber, I guess, I feel so weird, like, saying that. Do you ever feel weird saying that to people? Yeah, that's why I say, <laughs> I say, if someone asks me what I do, like, if I'm talking to someone I've never met before, right. I don't say I'm a YouTuber. I don't I either. Say, I, what do you say? Do I'm you always say? like, well, I have, I'm, like, a content creator. <laughs> yes, yes, like, on the nose, oh. content creator. Yeah. And I say, well, I start with pattern maker. Mm-hmm. And then I go to content creator. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, yeah, I do fashion design and like content creating, but like saying YouTuber sounds so weird, but yeah. like, it is what you like. It is what we do. It's not, yeah. it shouldn't be weird, but for whatever reason, I just feel so weird about it. I know. Well, it's because I'm sure you've had those like traumatizing experiences before <laughs> where I've like told someone, like I was in fashion design, which is um, right. a respectable thing. Very respectable. I've had some like, like in college, when I would tell people I was in fashion design, like some guys would be like, oh, so what do you do? Arts and crafts all day? And I'm like, mm. actually, no. Oof. <laughs> actually, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Literally. I hate when people underestimate that. Even like with YouTube, I feel like people think it's such an easy thing to just be uploading mm-hmm. videos all the time. But I'm like, I, it takes me so long to upload videos and like edit to and edit. do all the things. Like, yeah. I feel like people think that I like do my shop and then YouTube is like this cute little thing I do on the side, but I'm like, it's actually pretty 50 50 job. Yeah, yeah. It's like a full-time thing. Like I, it's not like a random little extra hobby at this point. Yeah. And I need um, to get better about like being more confident and like saying right. what I do. Me too. So I'm trying to get better. I am trying to get better. Yeah. I feel like it's hard, especially when you start, like, obviously like when you're starting and you're smaller, like you don't say that you're a YouTuber if you only have like a hundred subscribers, but then like once you start growing, it's like, at what point do you consider yourself like an actual YouTuber? Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like we're at that point of like, oh, I can actually say I do this for a living. Yeah. And like content creation is becoming more like recognized as a job now right so. which like thank god thankfully yeah <laughs> yeah because it is not an easy one oh yeah. my gosh okay so now that you do like youtube and all of that type of stuff like what are your goals with like fashion design like are you gonna like start a brand one day i feel like everybody asks you that probably but i feel like mm-hmm. that's what most people go into fashion design wanting yeah, that's everyone's do. dream. Right. right. So I'm like, is that still something that you'd want to do? Or are you more on like the content creating side of it now that you're there? You know what? So yes and no. Like <laughs> that was like always like a dream. Right. right. I think everyone has that dream. Right. And I would love to do that one day, but I haven't even like thought about like what the brand would be, what it would entail, the aesthetic, the demographics. Right. Like I haven't even like considered anything about it because that would be years and years down the line for me right Um, because I'm really right now enjoying doing content creation more like educational sewing videos and like patterns um I'm having a good time with it and I'm already you know overwhelmed enough stressed out (laughs) that I don't need to be trying to do a new business venture in the next 
few years. Um, right. But it, yes, it would be a dream of mine to have my own brand. I just have no clue what it would be. <laughs> Fair enough. You have time. I'm sure everybody asks you that, but you know, I feel like yeah. once you get into the content creating space, it's such a like fun place to be in that like, mm-hmm. sometimes I think about it. I'm like, I wish I could just do content creating and not even have my business, even though I love my yeah. business and I'm going to continue to do it. But it's like, yeah. sometimes I wish I could just take one over the other and not do both. Cause it I is do both. really it's stressful. It's two full-time jobs. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like content creation is just so much more fun sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like you get to do different things every week with content creation. Exactly. And I feel like I'm sure for your business and my pattern making business, like I'm right. always doing, I'm, I'm sitting down in front of the computer the whole time. You're probably right. sewing the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. It's less yeah. glamorous than people a lot think less glamorous. Yeah. yeah. Kind of going off of that. Somebody asked like how you stay motivated in terms of like, you know, going through making all the patterns and prototypes and all the things, because that is a whole process. Like that is not yeah. an easy process to go through. No, especially when I've done like six prototypes. Exactly. Already, and I'm like, it's still not. And, but I have to keep prototyping. Like I, exactly. can't, I can't sell something that's bad. Right. Um, honestly, it is hard to stay motivated just because like no one's sitting here telling me like, come on, you got a deadline because right. I'm just, I'm working for myself. But if I don't put things out there, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. So I am exactly. motivated by the fact that I need <laughs> to make money to live. Same. Um, <laughs> um, I think the key is for me. So I um, try to work the same hours as my boyfriend who has like an 830 to five or something six o'clock job mm-hmm. so I try to get up when he gets up and like work right regular work day um a lot of days like I'll go over just because again like it's like basically two full-time jobs right but getting up at early and starting my day definitely helps also I recently got a dog he's right over there he's so cute so cute his name is Hotch <laughs> but I like he that. motivates me because I have to like you know I have to walk him Right. at 7 30 in the morning right. like get up and I have to like care for this life form so I'm I don't know he, he motivates me because I'm like I gotta I gotta <laughs> make money so I can buy you things Hodge I love and also that. like I have to have a schedule for him but right. it is really hard to be motivated sometimes yeah. but also thinking about the fact that I'm doing what I love helps a lot <laughs> oh absolutely I feel like I'm the same way sometimes I'm in such a rut and I'm like you know it would be worse to be having like a normal nine to five. So it's fine. Yeah. We'll continue to do this. Like it's yeah. good. Sometimes I, I have to yell at myself because if right? I'm like, <laughs> if I'm like, oh, I really don't want to work today or I don't want to sit in front of the computer for 10 hours today and just pattern. I'm like, get it together, get it together. Right. You're so lucky to be able to do this. So that exactly. it really helps to remind yourself like that you are blessed to have this job. Yeah, for sure. I think I definitely, I go through phases of forgetting that. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I am so dumb. Like, mm-hmm. get it together. <laughs> I'm like, what are you thinking? <laughs> okay. So if you had to choose like one social media over the other, which is your top one? Like TikTok versus Instagram first. And then we'll- Oh, TikTok versus Instagram Let's do those first? two first. Yeah. Well, TikTok's so fun. I know. I TikTok- love TikTok. <laughs> So I love the, I love the trends. So right. fun. I you love, kill those. Like you were like the master of turning those into sewing trends. I'm always like yeah. trying to think of them and I'm like, I can't think of anything. And then I log in. I'm like, of course she thought of something like so good. <laughs> 
I just think it's fun. I have myself um, a little timer, a, a two hour TikTok a day timer because Smart. I get addicted. Yeah. Um, I often find myself ignoring the timer. Um, but sometimes because I scroll just looking for like things I can repurpose into like sewing. Right. Videos. Me too. Yeah. But I would have to say, I don't know, but I love taking photos. Photos exactly. are my favorite thing to take. I love photography and I I mean I, I do the manual right. settings and then I, I force my mom to take photos of me <laughs> or my boyfriend I love editing right. photos too so yeah. I don't know I don't know what I would choose either in all honesty yeah. so I'm always curious to see what people say because I, I don't know I obviously like Instagram is like the OG you know you can't yeah. hate on and I it. hope that Instagram like I know everyone's saying like TikTok is the new thing like right Instagram's going away I re- I don't think Instagram's going away I don't I, think so and either. I love Instagram so I hope it never goes away because I know. there's not a platform like Instagram that's focused on photos yeah and I also feel like Instagram is a better like networking platform too like I feel like that's yeah. where I've connected with literally like you and like everybody else that I've like interviewed and all the things like like that's where I get to actually like have a relationship with people whereas like TikTok mm-hmm. it's more of like a oh I see a video this is funny I like it yeah, and then I scroll, scroll past it yeah. yeah so I don't know it's always interesting it's a better community like yeah. it's a more c- closely knit community because your yeah. photos don't get like sh- shown to like random people who don't even follow you Exactly. So like you can reply to comments easier and respond to DMs easier on Instagram. Right. Which I love. Um, okay. Yeah. So would you choose TikTok or YouTube? <laughs> it's a hard one. I know. Why are you making me choose? I'm just <laughs> curious because you do them also. I'm like, I wonder what you like best. <laughs> well, YouTube is the hardest for sure. Right. Because TikToks don't take, unless you're doing something crazy for a TikTok. Right. Usually they don't take that long to edit, but right. YouTube takes me nine years to edit a video. True. So I wish that I didn't have to edit long videos <laughs> and sit there for multiple days editing a video. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I might have, oh my gosh. I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> say that YouTube. Oh. <laughs> Okay, maybe, maybe I like TikTok more because of all the effort I have to put into YouTube. Fair. I feel like that's a fair answer. I feel like, I don't know what I would choose because I think I honestly watch more YouTube than I do TikTok mm-hmm. just because I have it playing all the time while I'm sewing. Like yes. it is just background noise for me all the time. You're a YouTube sewer? I am a YouTube sewer, 100%. I'm, um, I'm a criminal TV show sewer mm. see I'm not a tv show person like I have not watched anything on Netflix like I'm not one of those people I'm a YouTube person through and through like I will wow. sit there and watch like everybody's videos everybody's like podcasts but like video versions I watch them all wow I've literally probably wow. watched all of YouTube at this point like <laughs> giving people their money you know yeah I know you're support- supporting the creators <laughs> yeah you know giving them the good watch time all of that like, but I will say, I feel like YouTube also, like you connect with people more, like they get to see your, yeah. like your subscribers get to see like more of who you are. So yeah. like it builds deeper connections. So I like that about YouTube. Yeah, I do too. I feel like that's the one place I can like actually show my personality a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't know, Instagram's kind of like more perfected and TikTok's just kind of like 
random funny things sometimes or like just mm-hmm. aesthetic fun things but I feel yeah. like you don't get to see like personality a lot on there like I don't think anybody that follows me on TikTok knows anything about me at all. <laughs> <laughs> unless they follow my other platforms you know yeah yeah so I don't know it's interesting um but good thing you don't have to choose between any of them and you can have all three you know it's good exactly <laughs> that's the best part of it we can do the work for all three <laughs> exactly because it is <laughs> quite a lot of work okay let me read all these I literally wrote all these questions on a post-it note and they're all like kind of smushed together and that was not a very smart way of my like me putting that together because I can't read my handwriting (laughs) okay somebody asked what's been the hardest part of your personal growth in your career so far it's kind of like a deep question it's a deep question I was not prepared to get so so sorry just throw that (laughs) what what is the hardest part of my personal personal growth yeah they said personal growth in your career so like I don't know I guess like what does that question mean I'm trying to decipher that myself in all honesty um maybe like what okay I'll 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 I have (laughs) kind of an answer okay Um, I will say that it's been hard like going from not being on the internet not that I'm like big on the internet right but I'm on but like you grew like pretty fast yeah and so (laughs) it is it was I remember posting my first YouTube video and like just having the shakes and like having to sit on the ground and have my boyfriend like comfort me after I posted my first YouTube even though like eight people were gonna see it because no one was subscribed to me yet um because I was so scared of like what people would think about me and I know like sometimes people just see people on the internet and then jump to conclusions and then we'll say like mean things and I'm a very sensitive person me too (laughs) yeah and so um having to like build up like the walls and like try to block out like negative comments has been something that I've been continuously trying to do um I feel like things were mostly positive for the first like maybe 50,000 followers right and then every day as you gain more and more people more negative comments start happening mm-hmm. um and I feel like mm, maybe three months ago is probably when it like what I was like the most affected by it because mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know I feel like once you hit a certain number people see you less like oh absolutely less of a human being absolutely. right um and so just having to like literally like go online and like research like how to like stay calm and like zen and stuff yeah. throughout that and just like become more emotionally strong has been something I've been working on and I think I think it's getting a lot better also yeah. learning when to not read comments after a video hits a certain number of views done. <laughs> yep. That or like not wanting, I like have such an urge to respond to everybody who leaves me anything that's like, maybe not even hate, but they're just like assuming something of me that's untrue. And I'm like, I want to correct them. But then it's like, you're not yeah. going to get into it's that. It's like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But sometimes yeah. it irks me so much that people have all yeah. these assumptions and it's, it is rough. I feel like that's been yeah. a big thing for me too. It's like, reading through comments is really rough and though like 99% of them are probably really positive and good and nice and wonderful it's like the two comments that will be left I'll be like why like it ruins my day straight up and I'm like why did I even think about reading that like yeah and it's like I well I I you have to open the comments because you have to reply to people that 
care about you and you care about them because like obviously you want to have a good relationship with your followers because like thank you for following me like I appreciate you yeah um but like off the top of my head I can list so many negative comments and I'm gonna have to I'd have to think to tell you the more kinder comments oh yeah because I I my your brain remembers the more negative things even though most of them are kind I remembered all the negative ones. Oh, me too. I remember all of them from like the past like X amount of years. Like I literally will remember yeah. all of them, which is yeah, all, not really great for me, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So working on that, that is, that is personal growth. That is better. personal growth for sure. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, get mental health is such a hard thing on the internet. And I feel like that's like such a thing you have to kind of go through and like confidence too. I feel like that's been like a big thing for me, even over the past year, I feel like even though I've been doing this for a very long time, I don't think I ever like hit a confidence point until like this year. I'm like, oh wait, I actually don't really care what people think at this point. Yeah. Cause I think it it definitely is hard to get over that hurdle of like caring about people's thoughts, even though they literally don't Mm -hmm. know you and will never meet you. And like, doesn't matter, but for whatever reason we feel like it matters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just learning how to deal with your own your own thoughts like how you react to things right and honestly like I've never gone through your comments so I'm like genuinely trying to think of what the heck people could be saying to you because I feel like sewing videos aren't even anything that you could possibly hate people on like it's not like you're yeah, showing well, your life being people controversial. Will call me, like stupid people will like be like oh um, you're stupid or that's so yeah. ugly why would you make that you're an idiot like and some I don't know why, but I think a lot of times because I sell people just assume I sell things. They'd be like, I would, or sometimes like the personal projects I'll post from years and years ago, mm-hmm. like when I didn't really know how to sew, people will be like, right. oh, that is awful. If I got something like that, I'd be pissed. I'd sue you. Or sometimes people <laughs> call me a liar because, <laughs> because I like, <laughs> I will like, okay, so like, for example, like, I, I work with Michael's sometimes mm-hmm. because I genuinely love shopping at Michael's. Right. And so sometimes people think when I post about Michael's, it's automatically an ad, mm-hmm. but no, I'm just, I'm just like them. I just want to tell right. you certain things. And so yeah. people will be like, you lie, you dirty liar. This is an ad. I'm like, no, <laughs> what That's are you so talking funny. about? I'm just trying. I'm just trying to help you guys. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, I totally get that. That's so funny though. I feel like Michael's is such a basic like craft store that everybody goes to growing up. Like it's so normal to be like promoting something from there because it's an accessible place for everybody. Like, I don't know why people would assume that's like, I mean, I get it because you have to work with them, but also what the heck? I I just, I just don't understand, but it's okay because most of the comments are positive and exactly. if you are watching and you are a positive person I love you <laughs> yes we I do love, love that <laughs> we do love that do you ever like delete those comments or block them mm-hmm. oh okay. yes because here's the thing um people like like their argument of why they're commenting negative things their argument is usually like this mm-hmm. is a public space I can comment whatever I want which my argument back to that is actually I don't think it's ever good to be a bully (laughs) but um like separating also constructive criticism or just criticism in general from bullying like 
you can you can criticize me like it's fine as long as you're not being like intentionally malicious you know what exactly. I'm saying I'm yes. fine with being criticized yeah. but also so if this is your what you can post whatever you want fine but this is also my page so I can delete whoever I want so yes if something is like overboard which I don't do it a lot but if it's like overly aggressively hateful <laughs> I will delete it and block yes yeah <laughs> no I do the same thing but I feel like I've talked to some people that are like oh wait you actually like delete this I'm like yeah because I think people assume I always have really great comments because I delete mm-hmm. the really bad ones. I'm like, no, yeah. I do get hate comments. I just tend to block those out. Yeah, I'd I try not. to block. Yeah, yes. so like, so that they won't leave it again. So exactly. if someone's just being super mean, then they get a block. But like, yeah. like I said, like constructive criticism or like regular criticism without the intent of hurting someone is yes. totally fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I think it's sometimes hard to see if there's any sort of malicious intent when it's over like written text so this is what I do one of my best friends is a sassy person Mm -hmm. and so I will try (laughs) to read the comment in his voice and if because if the comment looks mean but then I hear it in his voice it's not mean anymore that is so funny (laughs) (laughs) I love that that is a very uh, yeah I try to like reason with it I'm like okay are they actually giving me constructive criticism? Do they actually want to see me succeed? Or are they just saying this? Because I feel like even with sewing, a lot of people have different ways of doing things, obviously. So mm-hmm. some people are like really set in their ways and like, you're doing this wrong. Like it should be like this. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to do things. Like you're not yeah. always right. But sometimes it can be a helpful like, hey, this is an easier way to do this. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I learned something new. But I don't know. I feel like the sewing community can sometimes be a little sensitive with those things. Mm-hmm. but I just online in general oh yeah for sure be sensitive and I'm sensitive too oh I'm too. part of the problem being so oh, sensitive me too <laughs> I am I will literally take everything to heart and take it so personally I'm like why am I doing this to myself it is yeah it is rough um okay this is another kind of I feel like basic generic question that every fashion designer ever gets asked but um <laughs> what's your inspiration or like where do you oh. get your inspo are you the mood board type of person or are you just the come up with something on the spot and make it kind of person? Like, do you have a process or is it just like a quick little thing? So oh, I, you cannot see it. It's above the camera. So <laughs> I am, depends. I am a okay. mood board person. If I'm doing a collection, I have made a few collections now and my collections always turn out trash whenever <laughs> I don't make a mood board because I just didn't I don't know I, I I need to be more organized I can't I can't work with my thoughts just in my head so I need to make a mood board I need to visualize and I need to like literally write down things that I'm pulling from the mood board so that I can then sketch mm-hmm. um so if I'm doing a full collection or any pieces that have to look good together I will make a mood board if I'm making just like one-off pieces Mm-hmm. chances are I'm just making that one off piece because it's something I really want to have or something I really want to make or something that's been highly requested um right. so for those types of things that are one off I don't really have inspiration other than making Fair. something pretty <laughs> I feel like that's me I'm not like the mood board type a lot of the times I'm just like the mm, I want this so I'm gonna make it kind yeah. of type but I feel like people always expect me to have this really long process of like mood board and sketches and all the things. And I'm like, yeah, I did that, you know, in school, but 
I don't really do that in my daily life anymore. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. the fact that I'm not always super inspired makes me feel like kind of an imposter. Yeah. I'm not walking around being like, oh, wow, that is so beautiful. I am inspired yes. by these trees. <laughs> oh my gosh. So no, I definitely too. feel some imposter syndrome because, oh, of, yeah. because of that part of the process. Oh, absolutely. I feel like I get imposter syndrome 24 seven about mm-hmm. it because I'm like, not the super artistic type. Like, I feel like I'm also more on the technical side of things rather than like the super creative. Like even when I was That's like, in how school, I feel. yeah, and I, I feel so such imposter syndrome. Like when I was in school, like at FIT, there's all these like crazy creative people that like mm-hmm. are pulling inspiration from these crazy concepts and like doing all these like super cool, like avant-garde mm-hmm. type deal. And I'm like, I'm just not that kind of person. I appreciate yeah. it and I love seeing it, but it's like, I can't, that's not how I my can't brain do works. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, those I people feel, are yeah. so impressive. Exactly. Like, so I'm like, impressive. I wish I could be that kind of person, but I'm just like much more like realistic, like ready to wear a commercial type person. And I always mm-hmm. felt such imposter syndrome about that. And I still do sometimes because I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I like feel weird saying I'm a fashion designer, not being that super artistic type and being more like mm-hmm. realistic, but I, it doesn't actually mean anything. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. So I feel like, I feel like we are living the same life here. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Because like whenever I would like present a project, like at school, you know how you have your little PowerPoint, you have your garment and you go through like your inspiration first. I was always sweating. Oh, me too. I was talking about the inspiration. I like had my, I always like made like a little kind of like general script for me to go over because I was like, I can I cannot just wing it right now because nope. What was I inspired by? I don't know. It's kind of a stretch usually. Yeah. So oh, I literally BS'd my way through all of those presentations. Like I'm literally just made pretty clothes. I'm like, I have zero inspiration, but I'm always like, oh well, it could have been this. Like I literally made a lot of my mood boards after I made my collection, like trying oh. to piece something <laughs> together of like making it look like that was my inspo. Like it was definitely not. Yeah. Well, I think it was great though to go to school and have them like push you like that and like especially I don't know what your program was like but like sometimes we'd have like random like really odd prompts Mm -hmm. and I was like what and so it would like push me to because you had sometimes you had to be inspired by a certain thing like they give you like a painting to be inspired by or they give you like an object to be inspired by and like yeah you had to derive your garment your final project from that and so that was really helpful to me it was very challenging yes but very helpful yeah no I feel that I feel like that was always like my biggest stressor was just figuring out what my inspo was going to be and mood boards and all the things even though it's like super fun to make mood boards but I'm like a lot of like professors at FIT also just like didn't like for you to have clothes in your mood boards like they wanted it yeah (laughs) it probably is and I guess it makes sense so that you wouldn't be inspired off of like clothing but rather like things yeah but I feel like I copy yeah but I feel like for me it's so hard to look at like a building and make a dress out of what I'm seeing in a building I'm Mm -hmm. like I don't know I find it so difficult but like I understand it but like damn that was rough (laughs) and also I think like sometimes um like inspirations are more important if you're doing more like artistic pieces right like you're doing ready to wear 
clothing I'm doing like right. ready to wear patterns so like right. no no one's trying to buy a pattern for a giant snail dress which I've exactly. made exactly <laughs> <laughs> so I don't need to worry about it too much <laughs> yeah no I totally get that um okay last little question because I don't want to make this too long I have like such a problem with like sitting and talking to people for way too long and then realizing it's been like two hours and I'm like oh shoot gotta cut this down (laughs) okay we kind of talked about future goals and like things you want to do but um are you like wanting to stay where you are are you like wanting to like move elsewhere like what's that vibe in terms of this is something that I think about currently a lot me too (laughs) because oh really because you're in Indiana yeah so obviously I will not leave (laughs) yeah obviously obviously (laughs) okay um well, I'm in, I'm in Raleigh, North right. Carolina. Right. Here's the thing. I love my family. Right. And well, when I say my family, it's just my mom and my dad over here, but my grandparents mm-hmm. are actually moving down. So then they're going to be over here too. Oh, that's I, so nice. I love my family. I love being yeah. in my family. And I'm, I hear, I'm here. I live with my boyfriend right. and his family is also 10 minutes down the road. His grandparents and his parents are also here and he loves mm. his family and I love his family. So right. like, I I think that we'll probably end up just staying here. He has a job yeah. here. And honestly, Makes since sense. I work, I work remote. So like I can go anywhere. Right. Um, I can just follow him anywhere, but I think we want to stay here. And we talked about like maybe moving somewhere fun, like New York, LA right. like while we're young, but I just, I don't think I can, I don't think that's my vibe. I think I'm more of a vacation there type mm-hmm. of person. And I get, I get stressed out by my surroundings very easily. So I don't think I should be put into um, a hustling, bustling type of city. I think I'm, I'm, I like it here. It's calm. If I want to go downtown, I live kind of close to downtown. I live very close to downtown. I'm trying not to give Mm -hmm. away my location, but I know (laughs) (laughs) I I live close to downtown. So I can just always like go to the city of Raleigh, which is nothing like city of New York but at least right, but it's something, something. yeah, for yeah. Sure. I'm not like in the suburbs you know yeah that's fair I feel like mm-hmm. if I was in your situation I'd probably do the same like if yeah. I had my family if like my boyfriend has a family and like you know it's comfy mm-hmm. it's good and you do work but you're remote, trying to get nice. out I am out. mostly because my parents just moved to Dallas so I don't even have my parents here anymore so I'm like Wait, why am I here are you just in your home well, no. Okay. I have, I live by myself. So I have my own like place now. Oh, okay. But I remember like, watching you like work from your parents' home. Like yeah, I watched yeah. your like studio tour, but you're gone from that. You're, yeah. I moved gone. out because I knew that they were going to be moving by the end of the year. Like, otherwise I okay. probably would have stayed with them. Cause I don't really have a reason to leave, but, um, yeah, I knew they were going to be moving by the end of the year because my dad got a new job. So I was like, well, I got to move out because I'm not going to go with them to Dallas because I like I don't want to do that to myself. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just sitting here by myself. Well, I have my brother here. I don't want to like say I don't have anybody. My brother is here. (laughs) And like, do you have childhood friends and stuff there? Well, the thing is, they're all in college. Oh, it's yeah, like because you were two years yeah so four years th- this is like their senior year so nobody's like in our mm-hmm. like town because everybody's on their college towns so I'm just like really chilling out here by myself and it's like fine because it's like home and it's like what I've known but I'm like I can't do this very long like if I yeah. had my parents around that'd be great because when they were here I spent every single weekend with them and I was like yeah. living my best life because I love my parents I know 
now we're at the age now where it's like my parents are my best friends oh absolutely like, I just hang out with my mom all day. <laughs> exactly like I spent literally every single Friday Saturday night with my parents when they were here yeah. but now they're not here and I'm like what am I supposed to do with my life like dang yeah. I need friends <laughs> so when are you moving oh where I don't know moving? I would really oh. like to try out LA since I've already done New York I feel mm-hmm. like I want to ch- test out LA also just because I've never lived somewhere. You've been going to LA recently yeah, too. Exactly. I- I've been going out a lot just to like, you know, test out the waters. Um, I've like met up with like people that I've like found on the internet there, which has been really cool. Um, and I also just like really want to live somewhere warm <laughs> because I've never lived anywhere warm. And I'm like, that would be really cool. Really great. What a concept. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. It's expensive though. So I don't know like realistically when I can move, but ideally Mm -hmm. I would like to move, you know, in the relatively near future. I think that if I, you know what, I don't know, because I, I always used to want to move to New York. Like Mm -hmm. that was also a dream that has gone out the window um, (laughs) just because like, it's so cool there. But again, like I, my anxiety levels are too high to live in a place like that. But maybe if I was like, single I could move there like right but also that's so expensive so I don't want to I oh my gosh yeah Yeah. so price another reason oh absolutely I don't blame you like pricing out here in Indiana is wonderful and that's like the one thing that's like yeah I would hate to leave this I know that's why the pricing here is great too I watch those like videos on YouTube or and like of people talking about their rent like I watch like fashion people like oh talking yeah talking about their rent living in NYC and I'm like oh, it's crazy apartment is half the price of your one bedroom literally <laughs> no literally same I'm like I would never have this amount of space in yeah. like LA or New York yeah but, you know it is but just it not is. my part well it's like good that my personality is not for New York then because I would be yeah. sad if I wasn't in oh yeah. I just can't the stress I, I can't I need to be a calm place <laughs> no I think that's like perfect for you like if you have everything you need and you're you know working from home you don't really mm-hmm. need to be anywhere else and you can travel yeah. anywhere at any time which yeah, I feel like is I such a perk travel, I can travel but it's expensive to travel but hopefully one of my yeah. best friends is potentially moving to New York so I'm like yes please I mean yes. I'm sad to see you go but I would love for you to move there so right I can stay with you. <laughs> yes having friends in New York comes in such clutch like literally the best thing ever yeah so yeah um okay well I won't keep you for too much longer then um but thank you so much for coming on oh thank you so much for having me this was so fun I've never been on a Oh my god I'm so honored that this is the first um yeah okay shout yourself out you know where can people follow you if they don't already which they should but you know (laughs) um so YouTube TikTok and Instagram it is just my name Kiana Bonolo and then also you can check me out on Etsy where I sell my sewing patterns and that is Kiana Bonolo designs so I think that's everything (laughs) love that easy simple I feel like Mm -hmm. mine's never that simple because I have like slight differences between everything but oh you you do like the tiniest bit because then I also have like my personal versus my brand and I never know which one I should like shout out first but that's a personal problem I don't know (laughs) like I don't know why I did that to myself (laughs) but um yeah thank you for coming on yeah thank you for having me
Okay, that's just gonna be the ending. I'm so bad at endings. I never know how to end this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's always just like, okay, cue the music. Cool. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.